David is the king of Israel. He was the king of Israel. King of David Israel. Was a was a man after God's own heart. He was an authentic a man after God's own heart. What does that even fair. mean? What does it even mean? It means he loved God and he obeyed God because he was after and he was a man full of faith too. Yes, he was. Okay. Quoted by God. Yeah. Quoted by God. God, God said, Yeah, this this so man he is. He didn't here. call Daniel a man after God's own heart. I, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. No, hold on. No, I'm just saying that title wasn't given to Daniel. I didn't I'm even mention Daniel yet. There's a lot of David hate. There's a lot of David hate. There is a and lot of for, David and, hate. And, and, and you know, if 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 we put your life in the Bible, okay, the way that David was, I bet you there'd be a lot of Daniel hate too. Oh. <laughs> so if you go into the Bible, okay, yeah, and you see the story of David, do you know David's first wife? No. Okay, her name was I think Milka. Okay. okay. She was Saul's daughter. So Oh yes, I do. Yes, yes okay. I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank goodness, right? Yes, Thank I goodness do. the guy knows what he's talking about here. So time passes, whatever. David has to go, he has to run from Saul, whatever, so he didn't really see his wife for a while. So later when he when he wants to get reinstated as king, right, he wants his wife Milka back, right? Ooh. So Milka was already given to someone else. Like she already has a husband, right? So the guy Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he she, she has another husband. So the guy was like, I bet I got you. Wait, 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 wait. What, what? She has two husbands? No, no, no. Like she, well, David w wasn't with her anymore. Why? Like, they divorced? No, because he he had to run away from Saul because he was trying to kill him. So that whole time of him hiding away, going to different nations for years, he didn't see her no more. So she had, she got a new husband. Okay. Okay. Situation, right? <laughs> she has a new husband and David's like, yo, I want I want her back. Like, yeah. Get her from me because I want as I want to be king. He's like, all right, but I, I, I'll do it. So he, the guy, he goes to Milka. And again, she's with a new man now. And then she has to take her yeah. from the guy to David. But you know what happens? It says in the Bible that this guy, he was crying about it, right? And he said he was following her. Like he was following <laughs> This guy was following her. And then the guy was like, yo, stop. Stop following us. And then he walked away crying. <laughs> wait hold on bro like it was like that real like okay yo david wants you back like you have to come with me i'm part of the i'm part of like the palace like come with me so the guy's like what the heck and so she's just she has she, she has to leave she has to leave she leaves with the guy and the and her i guess you know her new husband i guess no 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 longer husband no more he's like following them he's like come back mm. i don't know he's like walking with him. the guy's like <laughs> Dude, stop. Go home. And then oh. he walks he walks back like crying. <laughs> Yo. I was like, this was such a mm. I don't know. Like they put that in there. I'm just like, what what do I learn from this? Like, I don't know mm. what, what can I get out of this situation? Mm. It's like it just says the guy was following him, and then the guy said, Go home. And then the guy walked away. <laughs> he's like crying. He's probably like, Come back, it's not fair. And then he's like, stop, bro, go home. He's like, okay, fine. And then he just walks back and that's it. And then Mocha's given to David. I don't know. I don't know. I that, don't know. Bro. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty tough on David's part, though. Cause, what, what do you mean pretty tough? I mean... Like, like dope? He's cool for that? I, for what? For what? I, explain why he's not dope for that. He <laughs> 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 just... He just... just <laughs> explain it to me. Listen, explain why he's not dope for that. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about man split up a, a freaking uh, that was his wife originally friend. yes or no I mean, I guess, exactly but exactly man said all right bet dang, all right, so bro. i get married i get a wife so right? was it his no, fault no 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 hold up no it wasn't hold up hold up was it his fault? that's my shoddy that's my shoddy 
That's the king's daughter. I marry the king's daughter. Boom, she's my wife. She's my wife. I love her. Boom. All of a sudden, her papa wants to kill me, right? Not her papa. Oh, yeah. Her papa wants to kill me. So I got a dip. And then she finds a new man. So I'm going to come back. And I'm going to say, yo. Dude. That's my wife. Back off. And then he's going to, yo, go home, bro. Go home. That's my wife. Dog. I'm sorry. So it wasn't this guy's fault for getting with her? No, I mean, he didn't. I, I guess he didn't know or I mean, like he, he just. That's, that's the king's daughter. No, but I meant like he didn't know that David was already David? married to her. So. I guess. So like it's dope on David's part. Dude, that's crazy. No, that's crazy. How? He that's came back. Perspective, he, bro. he came back and claimed his wife, bro. But man, man already had other wives in, in the midst of all this too. Yeah, but he wanted his wife, the first one. So he said, I want her back. She's my wife. So he came and he said, brother, <laughs> go home. <laughs> he didn't say that. Your time that. is up. <laughs> that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. How is that crazy? Nah, G. Nah. Nah, G. Louis <sighs> just doesn't understand. Understand what, bro? The, Splitting up loving relationships? That was David's wife. Ca causing a man to like cry and follow. <laughs> bro, you know how down that <laughs> You know how you know how like, broken as a man you have to be to follow the uh, that, woman <laughs> yo, and, yeah. and follow the woman and like cry the whole time like oh, come back I I didn't even do nothing like and then <laughs> and then this the guy the guy actually like macho man like yo go stop home. following us bro go home and then he has to, he has, you have to the walk of shame walk back home just because your wife got stolen from you mm. about it. that's crazy okay and that's you have a you? point and no no no. So what you're saying is that you enjoy, you think it's dope to split up people. <sighs> That's crazy. No, <laughs> That's crazy. Is what, are it, what are you talking about? Is this, is That's it, literally what is you're saying. Is it split up though? Or is it just that David came and claimed his wife? You can't claim something you lost. Oh no. I'm, oh, fix yourself. Fix no, yourself. No, no, because. Listen, he he there, had a run away. He was going to get killed, lost to it. bro. There's lost to it. All right. If, 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 you, it. if you get married and you have a wife. And for whatever reason, unnamed, the, you need to leave listen, for 50, in, in those times, 30 years. If, if there's no husband, they have to go to someone else. Like, the woman can't just say, like, just want to be a, like a, All right, that's, that's a, like a widow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it has to go to someone else. Like, there's a loss to it. Okay. So, did he just over, overrule the loss? He can't just do that. That was his wife, though. <laughs> bro. Well, do we know how so, much time passed between... A lot of time. A lot of how, how much is like a lot years, of time? Years, bro. How, how much is years? Like, like over 10 years? Like, maybe, maybe a little before. A little, a little, little like, maybe. All right, bro. Years, like, years, years. All right, so... So Sorry, but... What do you mean, sorry? Years of being together with the person? Okay, well, I, honestly, I, maybe I'll blame her. Because if she... But went, I'm saying there's laws look, in place if, where if I was, won't if, be alone. That's fine. But... If she would, she could have mentioned, "Hey, I used to be married to David, you know, the royalty David, and he had to run away because his my dad was gonna kill him, and so there's a chance that he can come back and come get me." Sure. And so now the man had to so have had maybe, that. Maybe then maybe she should have been like more clear. It, 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 well, we don't it know. Did, it did say that she loved him, like she was in love with him. Oh, that yeah. So she could have been like. Yo, I'm, I'm I'm away from my man to come back. Exactly. But then exactly. he wants to wait 10 years or like for say. That's, fa that's fair. But then David comes back and he's like, I'm back, baby. I'm back. So come with me. But then even when he gets her back, she is like judging him when he's when he's like dancing, like on the on the on the path. Like he's dancing with God and so mm -hmm. she's like, You look distinguished from all those slave girls. <laughs> and then David's like, 
God chose me over your dad. Right? And then that and all that stuff. So, so th- basically, there's so basically, a lot of family I issues think, going think, on there. And I don't even know how, how could you even solve that. I guess just she had to wait. But and who who is that patient? Who is that patient? Um, but anyways, David is the the king of Israel. He was a king of Israel. King and of David Israel was a was a man after God's own heart. Yes, he was. Okay, quoted by God. Yeah, quoted by God. God, God said, "Yeah, this this so man." He is didn't here. call Daniel a man after God's own heart. I, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. No, hold on. I saw, I saw hold on. What? That, that first, Why that, did you that just title, do that? That title? I'm just saying that title wasn't given to Daniel in the Bible. But why did you like out of nowhere you, you had I'm to bring Daniel you. into I'm just this? Telling you. I didn't I'm even mention you. Daniel yet. There's a lot of David hate. There's a lot of David hate. There is a and lot for, of David and, hate. And, and, and you know, if 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 we put your life in the Bible, okay, the way that David was, I bet you there'd be a lot of Daniel hate too. Oh, No. Okay. No, okay. no, no, no. You've got a point. I know, I, know, I know I have a point. You got to tell me I have a point. I know I do. No, you have a point. I know I do. Oh, okay. I know I All do. Right. Good thing that you know that you do. I, now, I, you have- It sure is a good thing. You have a point. I know I do have a point. But David, mm-hmm. named by God of, of saying, David was a man after my own heart. Sure. Yet, David was um, an interesting man of God, we can say. Okay. You know, David, David was not like Daniel <clears throat> that, you know, Daniel in the Bible, it didn't say anything about his sin. Like David, Daniel did not commit a Bathsheba. Daniel did not commit this crazy act of murder. I, I didn't know there that, was levels to sin here. Did, did it say that even Daniel told a lie? Did it have to say it? He was a human. He was a human, of course. Right and I'm sure he right sinned, then. but it wasn't All worth right noting then. into the Bible. That's God's business, bro. That is God's business. All right, then. But David, on the other hand, David David was was the king of Israel, okay? And he was an authentic, a man after God's own heart. What does it even mean? What does it even mean? It means he he loved God and obeyed him, and he loved his his word. He loved God, and he obeyed God because he was after... And he was a man full of faith, too. Like, we think about, okay, the, the cliche story of David and Goliath, you know, like... What's your Goliath? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's like we how can you even put that story into today's culture? Like, I don't even know. Like, no, how yeah, can you even do that? No, that, that it's, that's, it's just so hard crazy. to, to yeah, find some, some sort of scenario one. of like how that we can relate to it. But the the main general message of it is any any sort of imposing, dangerous, life threatening in a way thing in your life can be overcome by faith. Right. And so David had the faith for that, you know, at a young age, at a young age. Like we said, it was 14, like 14 or 15, 14 or 15, a 14, 15 year old. You could say he was naive, right? He's like, oh, he's a naive little boy. Like, nah, maybe you got to be a naive. Maybe you got to be like him, because I feel like what is it about people that as we grow older, we become more bitter Mm. and we have less kind of we I think because we had so much experience and controlling our own lives. We just feel like there's no reason for God because we've done we've done it by ourselves this whole time, right? Or at least we think so. We think so, yeah. yeah. But David, like, we could say that he was a 14 year old prideful, naive guy. Boy, you know, think about any 14 year old, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you might think that he there, you know, considering who they are, they could be a naive kid that they believe anything, whatever. But then it's like maybe you have to be naive, you know? Is it mm-hmm. or is naive is naivety just faith? Like being like having faith in that God can do what he can do. Because who who would really do that? You know, who would really step in front of a, 
Again, I just wish there was a really good example to kind of put that into perspective of today's culture of David and Goliath. But like to have that faith to go in front of like grown men with a slingshot, like completely countercultural. Yeah. Super young boy against an old man, like grown, grown man. And to and to defeat him, like and it even said like, yo, David ran. Like David was running towards him, and then Goliath kind of and Goliath also ran towards him. Like, bro, imagine he's like, yo, I'm gonna beat you up and he just <laughs> run. he's like running to go like yeah, beat him up bro like that's crazy. no the scene is crazy that's the crazy. scene is crazy and it's just like that's faith bro that's faith in god to to believe that anything that you come against you and any sort of th- threatening thing that yeah. comes against you you can overcome it if you believe in god and have faith in him and act upon it right mm-hmm. if he had faith but didn't go mm-hmm. and fight goliath what, what kind of faith is that so there's a sense of putting yourself in a risk situation too right <laughs> absolutely i mean Everything you're talking about is is kind of this in, incredible characteristic of a man. And so when we break down the life of David, at first when you hear, you know, David was a man after God's own heart, to you instantly your first reaction if you know the life of David oh, yeah. is like, how? What are you talking about, bro? Mm-hmm. Because David David committed some crazy stuff, oh, yeah. bro. David David made a lot of errors. Let's call it that. Sure. But then you look at the way David handled the errors and the kind of man that he was in general with God. Mm-hmm. Then you then you you come to the assumption of okay, yeah, th- this guy was a man after God's own heart. Mm. Would you say, knowing the life of David, mm-hmm. would you say that you want to be like David? Would I say when I want to be like David? I mean, no one wants to, you know, commit something of that nature in which he did. But in terms of being like him, I want to be, I want to, because David cared. Like, it's not even like, you know, we talked about a man after God, what does it even look like? Like, for example... Um, when King Saul, right, he was trying to kill David. When he was chasing David down, he went to go and relieve himself. I don't know what that means really in the Bible. Uh, they say either sleep or or relieve himself in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so, you know, he had to go do that in the cave, but then David was already in that cave. And so as he was doing that, like David had an opportunity to literally just kill Saul. Yeah. And like and end this annoying pattern of pursuit and like so annoying, right? But then, you know, he, instead of that, he goes and just cuts off a piece of his robe, right? <laughs> and he feels bad yeah, about and so it. He, and then he walks away, and then it says his conscience started to, like, torment him. Yeah. So, man, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, he oh. felt bad about cutting his like, robe. He felt, yeah, but that's the thing, right? The reason why is because he knew that, like, in his mind, right, God chose Saul, right? Because Saul was chosen mm. in front of all of Israel. And so he was like, the fact that he even just cut off his robe and he started like, it's so, I don't know why I love that. Like his conscience started tormenting him. He's like, like, I'm like, oh guys, stop. Oh, I feel bad. I feel bad. Like I can, I know how that feels. Like it just being yeah. like, like, oh, it feels so bad right now. And it's like, why, but why though? It's because he, he knew that that was who God chose. He, and mm. God did choose Saul. And so the respect and reverence he had Ooh. for God. Wow. That he True. was like, yo, God chose this man. I don't even want to like, he. Like that's how much love he had for God. That like mm-hmm. he knew God chose Saul, and so he wouldn't want to kill Saul because he's like, mm-hmm. no, God chose it. And like the fact that his conscious, like when your conscious bothers you because of that, that just shows how much love he had. 
because mm. his conscience bothered him you know so like things like that like in that sense like i want to care i want to love god in that aspect where like having that such a deep respect and reverence that like something like that just mm -hmm. bothered my conscience it's like oh, mm -hmm. i don't want to do that because even though he's even though like bro even though this guy's trying to kill him he's like i don't even want to kill this guy because i know god chose him yeah and god would i won't rush what god is going to do because wasn't wasn't it that David was going to be anointed as king of Israel? Could, did, didn't David right. already know that? David already knew he was going to become king. But he didn't want to bring it into his own control and kill him and say, I'm going to be king now. Like, no, he wanted to wait mm -hmm. for God to do it. Like, in that aspect, like, I want to be like David. In that. Yeah. And of course, it's like, no, who, who doesn't want to be a man after God's own heart, right? Because I think any man, like, you get to the point where you're like, dude, like, I just want God. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I just want him. And I want to, I want to follow him and seek him first because with him there's an adventure like god gives yeah. you like there's an adventure when you, when you follow jesus there's a everything right and so like who doesn't want to be a man <clears> for God's own I, I think when i think about david i i think of an incredible man of god and so when you when you start to kind of break down his life mm -hmm. i feel like he's such a complete character in the bible of somebody that is truly human like somebody that fulfills a lot of um the goals that we have as followers of christ as like especially men that we want to achieve mixed in with his human brokenness mm -hmm. and his flesh and his mm -hmm. sin mm -hmm. so i think david is such a complete character mm -hmm. like he's such a complete person to to look at and be like really reflect on be like okay david had a yeah. ton of brokenness yeah David, you know, we can see from his yeah. actions later on with Bathsheba and with all his other stuff too. You can kind of read between the lines of a lot of things and be like, you know, it's possible that David, you know, David was brought into a lot of this scenery at a young age, man. Mm -hmm. 15 to, to cut off the head of a freaking giant at 14 years old that and man. carry that head to like this man. This is not a normal man. Like we're not yeah. talking about the the men of today we're talking mm. about this is this is a man bro mm. and so he experienced that he experienced war he experienced Saul he experienced having concubines and mm. he was exposed to a lot at a young age mm. you know we we also don't know how his father treated him how yeah. his brothers treated him yeah and so David had a lot of brokenness and stuff to heal from mm. but what made him a man after God's own heart <clears throat> is his awareness to the reality of God and God's kingship over David's life. Mm. And like you like you mm. just described about David's respect and, and awareness and awakeness of who God is, is what made him the man that we kind of look at today. Yeah, I, I would even say his humility. <clears throat> Where Ooh, is yes, it in the 100%. Bible does it say that David became proud? Mm -hmm. Like he won... Like, man, this guy won battle, battle after battle. He yeah. won it. And it started saying, you know, people would chant like, oh, David killed his 10,000s and saw his thousands. Like, yeah, there was cheering. There was respect for David. People loved him. Mm -hmm. People wanted to follow him. He wanted him they wanted him to be king. Mm -hmm. He was a, the best, like, leader in the... Of course, there had to be some sort of, like, like you know, like, who I'm, I'm, I'm pretty dope. Yeah, I'm but, sure there's small moments. But, like, was, the yeah. fact that there was an, a, a point where it's like, and David became proud, like... Mm -hmm. he he was just and that was the comparison of Saul and David where it's like 
David was dependent on God. Like he was. Like in mm -hmm. every battle, when something would happen, the, David would be like, yo, God, <clears throat> should I go fight them? Mm -hmm. Yes, go fight them. Will I win? Yes, you'll win. Bet. And then he's like, and so when he hears that, of course, imagine hearing that before a battle. Like you go in with a different mindset, bro. You're like, mm -hmm. I'm winning this. And is that the mindset we need to have? You know, of just like, dude, like I'm, I, you're on the winning. And we talk about this before, but it's a new perspective, yeah. right? Like, oh, when you go with God, you know, you're on the winning side. And when it comes to the enemy, and like, it's not like we're we're fighting on the same level, like same playing field. Like, you know, when it comes to us fighting against all the spirit spiritual attacks that we face, like we mm -hmm. are actually like above it. Like we are able to cast out and. And so we have to have kind of like that same attitude of David where it's like, hey, like, God, am I going to win this battle? Yes, you will. You, I will hand them over right, to you. Right, right, right. When, and, and when, yeah. What kind of energy do you go into that fight with, man? You're just like, and imagine how much of a leader he was to like his people to be like, yo, guys, we're going to win this. Mm -hmm. We are. And for the people to see their leader so passionate and so like de mm. determined and so like, yo, we are going to win this follow me and that's how it always been right because it's always like the people either are in confusion and fearful or they're super confident and want to win and i think there's that he was a humble man he was a man that like de was dependent he was dependent on god he mm -hmm. would ask god hey compared to saul where saul would just <clears throat> like saul was impatient he wouldn't wait he didn't wait for samuel for mm -hmm. those seven days like he didn't wait for him he killed the he sacrificed the animal himself he didn't wait for samuel to go do it or when there was a confusion in the camp. And then he was like, yo, bring me the ephod. And then like the confusion grew louder. And he was like, never mind. So Samuel didn't even ask God, but you know, he still won it. But we you see the contrast of it, of like mm -hmm. David, should, where I go? Yes, you will. Okay, bet. Saul, bring me the ephod. Never mind. And it's, I think it's like the dependence, the dependence and humility that David had. Yeah. Real quick, I know the episode is fire. I hope you're enjoying it, but I just want to let you know about our Patreon. If you're looking for a community of strong believers to sharpen you and help you grow in your faith, you want to check out the Patreon. The link is in the bio. We'll see you there. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> for me, I mean, first of all, everything you said was like, I just want to sit here and soak it in. But there's when you when you look at David. Me personally, I say. I want to be like David in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. That dependency that you were just talking about. You know, if you start to write down characteristics of David, right? These characteristics are incredible. And I think every man should aim for a lot of these characteristics that David had. And so, you know, one of them was courage that I wrote down. I was just thinking about that. But what's interesting is we, you know, you just brought up humbleness, pride, courage, and dependency. All of those four, right? David, David's courage did not come from his own ability. His to own exactly, his own ability to to do it. His confidence and courage came from God. Just told me that this is gonna happen, mm -hmm. and I have full faith. It's as mm -hmm. if like, it's as if you had just told me something. How do I explain this, bro? So many, so many times we hear the voice of God, and yet we don't have that faith, and it makes me wonder why. Why it's like we just heard it from God, yet we still doubt it. David was full blown like, "You said that, God. This is how it's gonna go," and he was able to lead his his entire army. And like you said, 
which made him an incredible leader. Mm-hmm. In in the word, it literally says they respected him. They chanted for him. They they like yelled his name. Yeah, they like yeah. they're like, bro, this is our king. Because David was such a loved and uh liked person that it makes me wonder how was David with his people? Hmm. It wasn't just that he was passionate. But he was probably an incredible leader. The way they described him was a man with good judgment. Oh yeah, they even said a part where he he like he brought everyone together and gave food to everyone and just like enjoyed with with, with them. Like he was a he was a leader. He but was a leader. that comes from where? That comes from his humbleness, his love for God, his love for it God, which as of it. it all stemmed out of it. It all did, bro. This no, what you're saying is incredible because when you have the kind of the umbrella effect at the right, like the right thing at the top, and we've talked about it all the time, the overflow of that was the fruits of the spirit for him, which was which is like the humbleness. The fact that a king, the king that was praised and and you know, all these chants and people loved him, yet he gave food to everybody and sat with them and enjoyed that. Would Saul have done that? Never, bro, never. And it it was that humbleness that David had. Why? Because of his priority of putting God above all else. Wow. And the idea is, you know, not that David still had God at the top and that didn't stop him from making the mistakes that he did make. But it did mark him as a man after God's own heart. And I think that blessed him in incredible ways. Hmm. Well, I spoke about it before. Like in the Old Testament, you you see this clear pattern of like, if you do it with God, you got it. Like right. you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna win. You know what I mean? Like if you if you're with if if you're with the Lord, right? If the Israelites were giving their lives to God and doing the stuff and not going to other gods and, and and idols, then God would bless them and God and God would. And then with David, like David would come, and that's the thing that we that we talk about, right? The Psalms, like they were written like in different scenarios. Like some of the Psalms were written when he was hiding in the cave. Some Psalms, you know, one of the Psalms, Psalm 51, was written after the death of his son mm-hmm. with Bathsheba. And so it's like all these Psalms and like you see his heart being poured out. You see his authentic, real heart being poured out in those in those Psalms. And it's just like, it's just all that authenticity that, and then if you look at the Psalms, the common theme with them is near the end of it, what he would say is, but I would trust in you, Lord, and have faith in you. So he would go off about how angry he is and how like, he's like, God, listen to me, hear my cry. I cry out to you, God, don't ignore me. Don't do this, but I will put my faith in you again. And so in the Psalms, you see that constant pattern with David that he would go off. He would go off in, in any sense of the word. Like he would just like start being mad. He'd be mad. Like, yo, God, I hate people who hate you. Um, God, I'm sad. I can't even get up. My bed is full of tears. This, this, that. David, I mean, God's like, you know, David's like, God, like, where are you? You don't listen to me. But I will put my trust and my faith in you again. And you see that pattern of David where it's like, regardless of what's happening, he just put his faith in God. He trusted him in, mm-hmm. in anything, even when like anything, man, anything, like he would just put his trust and his faith in God in any situation. And the pattern of like saying, this happens, this happened, God, this happened 
I don't, this doesn't feel fair. This is not fair to me. I feel like I'm being punished for no reason. I've done everything in a good way. I've done nothing wrong. But you know what? I put my trust and faith in you. And I mm. think having that attitude is just like, is that's that that is what perseverance is. That's what faith is. Faith and perseverance is you responding to that in any situation. Mm. Being like, this has happened, but I put my faith in you. And I trust you. Even though I feel like crap right now. And I think that attitude is what will mark the difference. I think that's that's a part that marks him as a man of the God's own heart. Mm. That he wouldn't, I don't know, he wouldn't lose faith in him. Whatever, then whatever happens. So he just didn't lose faith in God. Hmm. What does what does the story of David mark for your life? Mark for my life? Like when what does what do you get out of hearing everything that you've heard and understood <clears throat> about David? And what does that make you want to apply for your life? Hmm. I think truly, I think with David what i what i get out of it and what i what i get out of the story is just like a man who uh, ha i don't know just having my conscience be with the lord like having my heart fully with the lord like to the point that it's like i don't know like it's always been the same thing with me always of like at the end of the day i just want to be close to god and, and it's like a whole thing could happen in my life and then at the end of it i'm just like i just want to be close to god man and that's kind of the, always the end point i get to and I think with David and with David, what that shows me is like e even more like I just want in that sense of the, in that, in that, in David's sense and how you see it in the Bible, I just want to be close to God. I just want to be close to him. Mm. And I want to do that. I want to, because when you're with, when you're close, when God is number one in the priority list in your life, God will just bless you and love you and be patient with you and sharpen you and open your eyes and do these things like life is always better when god is number one like imagine david going from like um herding sheep mm. and even david even god says to him like i brought you from herding sheep to a palace i brought you from shepherding sheep to shepherding my people of israel Wow. Like God said it to David. And David's like, Who am I? Who am I to, to, to give all this to you? And of course it was funny because he was in the he was in his palace and then he saw like how the Ark of God was in a was in a tent. And he was like, How can I be in this palace? And and, and then God's like, I think God I don't know if it's like God trying to be like, bro. Like God's like, Did I ever need a palace? Yeah, because David offers him to build like, he, like yeah he wants to build him a house. Like he wants to build him a house. He's like, God, I'll build I don't, you a house. I don't deserve this. How can I live in a palace and my God is in a tent? And God's just like, bro. I never needed a house. I always traveled through tents and who can, I guess, who can build a house for me? I don't know. I think for me, the things that I grabbed from David is his ability to be led by God and therefore translate into him leading his people mm -hmm. in incredible ways. Yeah. I mean, before the episode, we were talking about just leadership and leadership roles and mm -hmm. what that means for us. And it's like, ultimately, me and Lewis always come to the same conclusion of when you put God first, it all trickles into you becoming an excellent leader, an excellent yes. friend, yes. an excellent father. 
And so, see, but then here's my point. Going back to, you know, like, let's just say on the other end, David was putting God first, but he wasn't a great father. Mm-hmm. And so is that is that just his human side or is it like what happened there? Yeah, I mean, you know, after the whole thing with Bathsheba, David, God said, I will bring your household against you because of what you did. Oh, shoot. You know, and so like kings, like, like, like Absalom and Amnon, like all that stuff happened, you know, and like Absalom trying to, like Absalom getting people to rise up against David. And then, you know, and of course, David didn't really, I guess, didn't really know how to handle it besides just exile them because he probably felt, I think David, I think David was like, this is what I got coming to me. So I have to accept it. I think that's his mindset because God told him, I'm going to bring your household against you. Wow. And so when you see Absalom like coming against him, he's, he literally tells his people, like he tells his, his army, like, yo, don't kill Absalom. Like be gentle with him. What, what does that tell you about God? What, what do you mean? I mean, you had David. I, I'm just trying to like pick your, pick yeah, your yeah. brain out what, how you feel about this story because you see David, we mm-hmm. just talked about his incredible life of being courageous and doing all the things of God and like mm-hmm. putting God first. Yeah. And then David makes this error. I mean, it, it is a really big error. And then God kind of puts that on him of like, yo, your family is going to be against you. Mm-hmm. Is that just the outcome of like the consequences of mm-hmm. David's actions? Or is that God being like, this is your punishment? There is heavy consequences when you are in a big position. You know what I mean? I think like people can make make mistakes. People always people sin. People sin and sin isn't on any type of level. But it does say in the Bible that people in leadership will be judged more harshly. Mm -hmm. And I think there is that aspect to it because he was a king and he like he was a king, you know what I mean? And so for a king to do all that, for you to be in that high position and then do what you did, you know, I think God's just like that, like. Yeah, I think there's a con- there's a consequence to it, I th- and that's why I just think about it in terms of like when there's p- stories of pastors doing bad things, and then you know, can a pastor that has done wrong things be a pastor still? You know, and then it's like, how heavy is the consequence for when you make a big, great mistake in a high position? Of course. There's not like there's a level to sin, but you are judged more harshly because you are in a position of leadership. So I think it's just like he, that's just the concept. I think that's just a consequence of like doing what he did. Yeah, no, I mean, I think you answered that really well. It makes sense to me. And I don't think it's, I don't know if it was just God punishing him or if it was just God pretty much just letting him know Mm -hmm. out of grace Listen, man, this is this is what's gonna happen mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. what you did. Yeah, and I think that's God being just. Yeah. You know, because I feel like if it's like can so can King David just go and kill one of his guys that's because true. he wanted his wife? Is that okay? It's like God's like, that's not okay. And I think I think I mm. think David and you know, and that's the thing too. Like, even after there's a there's a story, there's a part of the story where King David He's like with his people going somewhere 
And then there's this guy who's like just cursing him. He's like, David, you're a murderer. You're this, you're that. And the guy's like, who are you to speak to king, the king like this? I'm going to kill you, David. Let me kill him. And David's like, stop. Stop. What if God wanted him to curse me? Let, it, let, it, let his curses fall on me if that's what God wants. And if God doesn't want that, then let them fall on himself. Oh, shoot. And so I feel like that attitude of like, I think David was just so, so like, I got what's coming to me. Like, I did what yeah. I did and I did wrong. And so any evil that, that comes forth to me, I'm going to let it happen because I know I did wrong. You know? Bro, that's, like, that's such a beautiful, repentant heart that David had, mm -hmm. which is just in addition to... So think about it, right? Like Amnon did what he did, right? He did the terrible thing with with, this, with the half-sister, right? And so he, he exiles him. I'm guessing he didn't... And that was a st part of it too, because it's like, okay, right? So Amnon like forced himself on Tamar, right? And, and like had sex with her. And David hears about it and he gets so frustrated. But didn't David do the same thing? So it's like his son, his oldest son, Amnon, who is David to go and like demand his son be killed for something that he, he probably he also felt. did, yeah. Yeah, he basically also did. You know, the wordage isn't the same, but didn't he basically do the same thing? Which I thought was interesting. How like that mirror of like Amnon, his oldest son, did something that was similar to him. And so he just exiled him. And then Absalom, mm -hmm. his other son, he just kind of wants to come back. But then he just wants to overthrow his father. So then when they fight, David's like, be gentle with Absalom. And so they get, they, so Absalom is funny. It said Absalom was very handsome and he had, he had really long hair. So when he was on his horse and he was driving, he was not driving, when he was on his horse and they were, he was riding through the forest, his hair got stuck on, on a branch. And so he was like dangling in the, in the, in the, in the air because his, his hair was in a branch. And so they get to him and he's like, isn't this Absalom? He's like, yeah. And they're like, wait, guys, the king said, don't like, don't kill him, whatever. He's like, wait, what? Move out the way. And they stabbed him like 10 times. He killed Absalom. And so David hears about it and he starts crying. He's like, oh, my son, my son. And then the guy, and I said that like, what turned into a day of victory and enjoyment turned into like all the army feeling shame and walking away as if they lost. And so the, the commander was like, he goes up to his palace and is like, yo, David, why, like, why are you doing this? Like, we just won this battle and you're out here crying and making us feel like we did something wrong. You better go out there and tell the people, like, encouragement because you're making us feel like we did something wrong here. And it was like that, I think. You know, I think his heart was like, even though his, his son is going against him, don't kill my son. You know, like, be gentle with him. Or let the curse fall on me if, if that's what God wants. Like, that kind of heart that he had mm -hmm. of, like, I got what's coming to me for what I've done and God told me it already, you know? To me, it just sounds like a courageous and strong man of God in a leadership position with a really soft heart mm. and brokenness. I think that's what made David so incredible was that even after everything, because David's... Towards the end of David's life, David's life was harsh yeah. at the end. Like, you know, it's all, I guess you could say fun and games in the beginning. Like, all right, David's winning wars. David's like put in this position of power. David went from herding kids. I mean, that sounded crazy. <laughs> herding sheep, herding, <laughs> herding sheep to this position of power in the palace and leading Israel and everything. And then we see this downfall in David's life 
Yet the whole time he's still writing Psalms, he's still praising God and being faithful to him and being authentic and expressing how he's feeling. And so I think what we can take away from everything is how do we get to a point where we depend on God in incredible ways despite our brokenness and despite our actions or despite the things that happen to us in life because life is going to happen, yet we always run back to God. Yeah. And so several things that I take away from David's life that I want to incorporate in my own is let me rely on God for every big decision that I'm going to make. David loved God's word also. It said, David, yeah. he, I loved, I love your word. I meditate on day and night. He loved his word. He, he meditates word. it on day and night. He loved God's word. So I'm going to, this is like the, the ideal lifestyle of yeah. a follower of Jesus is I'm going to wake up to God, read his word, pray. Throughout my day, I'm going to say, God, do you want me to go there? Do you want me to fight these people? Well, speaking in David's terms, we're not actually fighting mm-hmm. people, you know. But do you want me to take this action? Do you want me to initiate this? Do you want me to start this? I have like this this feeling that I want to start this business or I want to go into this school or I want to date this person. Like, God, should I do this? And then you seek God's guidance and, de- and you depend on him to support you and lead you to where he needs you to be. And then you pray some more and then you praise him some more and then you work and then you read the, the word some more. And then you, this is all going on throughout the day. But in everything, you always found God. And when David messed up, his repentant heart couldn't even let him celebrate like the war that you were just talking about. Like, bro, why are you crying? You're making us feel like we did something wrong. Like, but David's repentant heart was like, nah, like son, that was my son. My like, son, yeah. He had that soft spot, you know, where it was like, that God kind of softened his heart and made it sensitive to his conscience of kind of like, yo, this was wrong. I should not do this. Because mm. a man that was like not dependent on God would have killed Saul. Yeah. Bro, he was getting chased for years. And it was a pattern. It was, it was annoying to read. Like Saul's like, is that you, my son, David? I'm sorry. Later, he goes and chases him again. Bro, I'd be so pissed. Bro, fuming, fuming to, dude, he wants to kill you for no reason. You've never done anything to him. Bro, you sat there and played the harp to help him Literally, out. And then David goes to Jonathan and David's like, I swear to you by my own soul that I'm one step away from death. And David, John's like, no, my dad, I know my dad. He's like, Jonathan, of course he wouldn't tell you, bro. You, <laughs> he knows that we're best friends. He's not going to tell you that. I tell you I'm about to die, bro. And like, he's, Jonathan's like, all right, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out. So, and yet David has this moment where everything turns off and he just is sensitive to God. And he's like, this is not right. I'm not going to do that. Hmm. And even in moments where like even his own punishment, like he felt like he did something so bad. Yet he didn't even try to punish himself. He's like, if God wants to put a curse on me, so be it. If not, let them like fall on themselves. 
he's like, bro, even in his own punishment, he's like, I'll let God rock. Like, I'm just going to let God do his thing. That's incredible. That's incredible. There are so many things to take from the story of David. Daniel's still better, but I, there's you know, there's just incredible things to take from the story of David. You know. You all right? Maybe we should do an episode on Daniel. And then we'll really talk about like a man of God, you know, like the law tells him, yo, you cannot pray or you will die. And he's like, Bet I will die then because I will pray to my God. Boring. David, on the other hand, he's like, yo, bring me bring me that girl right now. Bring her into my palace. Yeah, are you, are you, uh... And then let me kill her husband. Bro, come on. Come on, bro. Be serious. But if we put your life. <laughs> if we put your life in the Bible. Chill, chill, chill. Anyways, but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was definitely something new. Uh, this was, we just, I mean, you were in the middle of reading First and Second Samuel. And so, and um, we thought this was this was a great opportunity to talk about narrowed down on yeah. you know somebody in the Bible that yeah, is well talked known, about a lot, very well, but known. also possibly perspectives that we don't know about because we kind of just generalize exactly and just generally know vaguely know about his story without actually knowing the specifics and how he feels and what's going on and like mm -hmm. his heart, to his heart, and what it actually what it actually means to be a man after God's own heart. So yeah, yeah. So our encouragement and for us and for you guys is. Let's be men and women after God's own heart. Yeah. Yes, we have brokenness. Yes, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. But my goal here is to be a man after God's own heart. That's what I want my title to be. A man after God's own heart. To me, that is something incredibly powerful. And it'll all trickle down into the rest, the other aspects of your life. But nonetheless, I appreciate you guys. We love you. We thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you guys for the next episode. Peace, Peace out, everybody.